the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for joining us for a special Blue Daughter Sports Central. An instant replay of last night's program from the 50th anniversary of a Popka Little League Baseball. And thanks to Florida Door Solutions and Porky's Real Pit Barbecue and Dr. St. Germain. We're able to provide this program commercial free. Let's join up with Roger and the team out at the Northwest Recreation Complex. Blue Darter Sports Central is sponsored by Dr. Patrick St. Germain and St. Germain Chiropractic. St. Germain Chiropractic, voted Popka's best chiropractor for four years in a row, is proud to support Blue Darter Athletic. Athletics on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Great, um, amazing story, success story of business, which we're going to talk to him about another time on our program. But, Bill, great to see you tonight. Thank you for being here. Privilege to be here, Roger. Enjoyed the program last night, and good to be with you again tonight. And we're also very pleased to be joined by two members of the 2001 United States champion Apopka Little Leaguers, Justin LeFavors and Bo French. Guys, thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you for having us. We good appreciate to be here. it. Good to be here. It's a real thrill. It's always a thrill. And, you know, Bill and I were just talking as fellow Apopka Little League alumni. What a what an amazing thrill it was for us. And I know people not only around Apopka but around the country to, to watch your guys run all the way to the, the World Series of a Little League and winning the national championship. In fact, winning the national championship over New York City. Oh, no question. I mean, we I, I can remember, as I was just telling these guys, I can remember we were on vacation and uh, at the beach and, you know, coming in out of the pool in the sun and, you know, coming in to watch the games. Uh, and just it really took priority uh, for so many people in this town to watch these guys do what they do well and and carry a popka uh, to that level it was it was phenomenal to watch and you, you you once again bill you hit on something that i was thinking one of the things that really impacted me as i watched their run all the way through from the from the first round to the world championship world series was just how well you guys played the game just how flawlessly fundamentally uh, sound absolutely no errors no misplays no messing up on the bases no you know no fumbling balls just it, it looked like a like a professional world series major league baseball level baseball team very very good and guys can just i'd like to have you like a reflect a little bit and why don't just address that uh, right off the bat justin and justin lefavors was a was a pitcher in fact justin lefavors father maurice lefavors was an outstanding pitcher on one of apopka's most outstanding baseball teams back in 1979 but but Justin, just talk about um, just how how did you guys get so good? So I mean, basically, kind of like we were talking earlier. You know, we we practiced, 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 practiced. We started our team probably when we were we probably all got together a core group of guys probably when we were eight years old. No, and ever since that time, that was just kind of our goal. You know, we played we played Apopka Little League, and then we did travel ball. And most of the time with travel ball, all the, all the kids would separate. All our friends, you know, with other teams, other counties, other cities, they would all separate and play on the good teams. We decided, well, I guess our parents decided, yeah. to keep us as <laughs> to keep us as a core team, and that way we could play the better teams. And so it was almost like we were we were practicing for to get to that point, and that and that's how it started. Um, you know, we played with each other so eight to twelve. That's four years. I mean, we practice every day. And then minus a little bit for football season. Yeah. Hey. We always played different sports, but baseball is definitely not something we didn't – I don't necessarily think it was a goal of ours. I think it was just something that we loved to do. It was something that kept us busy. We were always out of the house playing, and we enjoyed it. So there was no there was no 
reason why why we didn't want to be playing with each other out on the baseball field. It was enjoyment for us. We we were kids at the time. I mean, we didn't know any better, but we want, and we, we want to throw the ball around. And we all got along too. Yeah. We all, you know, wanted to be with each other. So it wasn't, you know, we weren't buttonhead. All the parents got along too, which is huge. Because yeah, they didn't, they didn't that, mind. That's not always the norm in, in, in little league or youth sports. Right. Oh man, yeah. I could I can remember carpooling days. If some parents couldn't make it, and there'd be six, seven of us piled up in an SUV going to the ball fields <laughs> to play. Oh, it was a blast. We kept Ford Explorers and Expeditions in business. We <laughs> <laughs> were also speaking with, with Bo French, and Bo was a pitcher on the 2001 United States Champions. And Bo, did, did you play another position? Uh, I did. Occasionally, I played third base and first base. Yep, I did. Yep. And then how about how about you, Justin? You uh, a pitcher and a, and a pitcher and a catcher. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, I mean, mainly I was the catcher, and then uh, he was injured, so that's kind of how I. Yeah. That's kind of how I started pitching. So I I caught the majority. I mean, that's all I did at first. So. But I know you guys had had a real deep pitching staff too, though, because you had a lot of guys that, that pitched. Pretty much as I remember. Pitched. It. Right. Uh, or could pitch. I think I think Bobby Brewer touched on. Everything with every player. It was almost one of those things. We, I think, all around we were all just good players due to our guidance and in the the coaching that we had. I mean, they, it was those guys were phenomenal with us. I just remember it. And I want to bring in somebody else now too. Don Heller is joining us as well, and we got a great panel here because we got two guys representing the 2001 national champions. We've got Bill Ferguson from 1970, the early days. And we've got Don Heller, whose father, Don Heller Sr., was the original coach of the Braves. We started out with four teams in 1968. The Braves, the Cardinals that I played on, the Twins, and the Yankees, and the Yankees which coached by Jug Anderson, the yes. popular legend Jug Anderson. And and Don's father, Don Heller Sr., was a coach of the Braves, and, and Don was actually a little too old to play that first year. But then Don went on and had a phenomenal career uh, as a pitcher for Apopka High School. But, but John, can you tell – Don, tell us a little what, what you remember about that first year and about your dad you know, coaching the Braves. Well, that first year to me was something that I'll never forget. I mean, my dad loved the game of baseball. I mean, he loved working with the kids – he loved watching the kids grow. So to me, that's a memory that I'll never forget. And one thing that we were talking, I was actually we had Rod Brewer join us on the, a program we did today uh, on the Roger Franklin Williams show on a pop on the 50th anniversary. And Rod Brewer, of course, is Bobby Brewer's brother, younger bro- little brother, if you will. <laughs> and yeah, Rod Brewer was he was the one major uh, a popular leader that played major league baseball. And one thing that I was thinking, you know, Don and I talked about this last night was one of my recollections, most vivid recollections of Apopka Little League, was the absolute intensity. I mean, I've never been involved in any endeavor in life that was more intense than some of these games we had. And I mean that in a positive way. I don't mean it in a negative at all. It was just the, the people were taking it seriously. The coaches took it seriously. Our parents took it seriously. We took it seriously. And um, and it's funny because I had to mention that to Rod Brewer. He brought up that was one of his recollections was uh, just how serious his coach was Bobby Manley, oh, yeah. a popular yeah. legend. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and he talked about how, just how – he could tell it was a really big deal when he was seven years old by how seriously everybody was taking it, and I'm right. sure the same way with, oh, with you guys. I think it just has to do a lot with pride, too. You know, you don't want to let people down, and you don't want to let yourself down. So, Man, I, I remember traveling with uh, – just traveling around playing ball, and I, I remember being in the dugout sometimes. I used to look out to our parents and the fans and think, man – you guys calm down. Like, <laughs> you're more fired up than we are about this. Calm down. They used to put the pennies in the, the, the water in the bottles. jugs. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man. Shaking was... them and rattling them. Oh. <laughs> they brought speakers and radios and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Like that. Yeah. Funny. Now, one of the things I'd mentioned earlier, and since you listened to a special edition of Blue Garden Sports Central, we're helping to commemorate 50 years of Apopka Little League, the 50th anniversary, and we're also commemorating and celebrating the 2001 United States Champions of Apopka Little League. And we've got two of their members joining us right now, Bo French and Justin LaFavors. Don, Don Heller is joining us as well, and Bill Ferguson is, is joining us. And Bill, I want to thank you for your support of this series of programs that we're doing. Well, I, you know, I, I do it I, I'm here as a as a Little League fan and as a Popka fan. Um, we were talking last night that um, this community is, is uh, I, I don't know if there's another one like it. I have a lot of friends all across the country, and when I tell them about 
um, how close-knit this community is and people uh, over so many years and the people that we grew up with in the 60s and the 70s and we're still very close today. Um, As a business owner, I always wanted to be a business owner back where I lived. I always wanted to be that hometown guy. And um, I can't think of a better way to put that support forward. And and I think Papa John's Pizza tries to represent that all all across the country, everywhere that we are. And you know we've been very involved uh, with a Popka baseball, a Popka football, uh, very supportive of that. Uh, I can't tell you how many helmets we've got hanging in the lobby at the North of Popka location, and uh, how many times we've fed the teams and the coaches, and. Um, that's how we we feel that we can give back. We want to be part of the community, not just a business or a, a sign on the corner. And I think that's part of the story of, of a popka little a popka and a popka little league. Correct. In that, I look, look around. Don Heller, his father, was one of the original coaches. Here he is, fifty years later, still heavily involved, still wearing a popka blue heart baseball cap. Mm-hmm. You know, his dad coached little league. He had a great career at a popka high school. He's still mm-hmm. contributing. Yep. You played little league in 1970. Uh, the, you know, your father was one of the coaches. Right. And here right. you are, fifty years later, in 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 a different realm giving back contributing these guys part of their story as they're telling us their parents were heavily involved in, in introducing them to the game of baseball coaching well, and them and, and now as, now they're still here as Bo was was talking about you know the parents and and the intensity I it nothing nothing was different back then I mean no, it was nothing. all the coaches were somebody's dad my my dad was a coach, uh, Leroy Antley. Both his boys were on our team, Sammy Antley and Junior Antley. And I think the parents being involved with their kids was just a, a whole nother level that, that, one, it raised the intensity, but it... It helped the relationship of what was going on, and, and we were neighbors, we were friends, they were, it was parents and kids, and everybody, you said four teams, we had six. By 1970, we had added, added the Tigers and the Pirates. But it was, it, it was everybody on the field, whether they were in your dugout or the dugout across the field, they were your neighbor, your friend, uh, your friend's parents, and that was part of part of what makes it special and i think that's probably what one of little league's goals is in in every community across the country and i don't know if anybody can do it any better than apopka does it's a big part of the story and that's the thing that i the first thing that i would mention based on my experience reflecting we talked about this last night too the first thing i want to mention is the contribution of the adults the, the, the coaches, the, the, the wives that the, work, in the, work in the concession stand. They're volunteers, people. They're volunteers. Yeah, they're volunteers. Hours upon hours. Yeah. My gosh. And, and put their heart and their soul into it, and, and, and that's what makes it all work, what all, all makes it possible. We as kids, we're out there having fun, which is great. That's that's the point. But you, it didn't dawn on me to like 30, I was like 30, right, 40 years right, old yeah, right. that I got to have all that fun right, yep. because of people like, like your dad and, yep. and, and your yeah. parents and right. your dad and my, and my dad and my coach Mr. Usler and Mr. Jug Anderson and you know and the Pittmans and that Tom Dorman, Bill Aerosmith, and, and to me that's one of the that that's the, the fundamental story and that's what I'd like to to get across from it and and I feel an obligation to give back but because of what what that generation did and then the other point is. The beautiful thing to see, especially here in Apopka, it didn't just fizzle out. It didn't fizzle out after we had to, you know, got off to a great start. In fact, it kept building on it, itself. And then next thing you know, Bobby Brewer and Rod Brewer come along. Next thing, it, it was players. Next thing you know, Rod, Bobby Brewer's coaching a team. Next yep. thing you know, he's taking it to the national championship. Yep. And, and, and that's the beautiful thing. And now here we are, people I don't even know are out here coaching, running the league, giving to themselves. And, and it's just it's just a beautiful story. you got four beautiful fields here full of players and parents. And these kids right now, just like you, you didn't understand what's going on behind the scenes, what the what mom and dad and all the volunteers are doing. They don't know that yet, but when they get to be your age, they're going to be doing the same 20 thing. Years, 20 years now, that, that little kid right over there, number 21, he'll probably be out here coaching. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're out there coaching. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Our and president of the league. Yeah. Or be a businessman yeah, you know, helping something. sponsor yeah. the league. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and that's that's what great communities are made of, and that's what makes great countries. And it, it's something that we it's a totally appropriate that, that we celebrate. And that's why I'm so thrilled to be doing it. Now, guys, I'd like to go back to to Bo and Justin. And 
you know, so obviously, as, as, as I'm talking to you, you guys were, you know, all kind of collectively in the popular league during your era. You 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 had talent, and that, that got recognized. I guess you as kids probably realized, hey, we're we're, we're pretty good. And um, your parents, I guess, realized it and and decided to. I, I guess re- really, really to have some vision and, and, and to direct it. Is, they, they is might that, is that real, accurate? They might have realized it, but they didn't let us know. <laughs> that, was, that was that was where I was going next. That, you know, I I spent more nights just stressed out and sweating because I thought I was the most awful player in the world, and it was just never like a pat on the back, like "Hey, Adam, boy, you did good today." Like my dad was always just like. Uh, down my throat about something, but I, apparently go, it worked out. You go so. four for five with four home runs and a strikeout. It's, why'd you strike out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, That's how right. It was. Yep. And, and I do want to mention, too, both of you guys, Bo French and Justin LeFevers, are in law enforcement, correct? That's yes, right, sir. yes. yes. Sir. Well, thank you for thank you for what you yeah, do. Absolutely. Thank, thank you, thank you for your service every thank day. Thank you. And, and Bo, where, where, what agency are you with? Groveland Police Department in South Lake County. And, and Justin? I, I work for the city of Maitland. Abs- outstanding. Now, can you? I'd like to talk about more about yeah that 2001 season. Now you were in all, we're an all star team. It was you, know, you you have all your your teams and you guys come together. Now had had you guys had some rivalries? I'm sure you guys had had some rivalries if you guys were playing on on, on different teams in, in the league. So pretty much it back. I mean, we were on the same team, and I basically the all star team was almost split in half, and it was between I think uh, Bob Brewer and then his dad coached the team. And basically, we—I mean, those were the two powerhouses, should you say? I mean, I, I don't remember how many how many teams were on in the league then. Um, oh gosh! But know, yeah, but we were definitely—you know—there was two teams, and we played. I mean, it was those got a little heated. I mean, we were all best <laughs> no, friends, sure. but, but there, there were some throwdowns <laughs> from time to time. Yeah. Well, I—I'm I, going to tell this. this. This is probably pretty politically incorrect. Now, we Apopka people will get it. <laughs> non apopka people probably aren't going to get it. But, but I, I heard some people talking about the, the intensity of the politics and things in the league. And that, that's part of it. You know, nothing's sure. utopia. And and it reflected back. You know, And I thought back in in 19, um, this is when I was in sixth grade. This was the second year, 69. Mr. Jim Mahaffey, who was a real, just a man's man kind of a guy. He was about 6'4". He'd been a, a pitcher back in the day. And... Um, and Mr. J- Mr. Anderson, Jug Anderson, Mr. Anderson wasn't that big. He's probably like 5'9", you think. He'd been a great pitcher as well. In fact, he made it all the way to AAA, and he's a legendary pitcher for Popka High School. And um, so Mr. Anderson was a legend just on his, his, his pitching ability before he even started coaching Little League. But there was, there was a, a meeting, a, a, um, a, a, you know, a board meeting of Popka Little League. Mr. A- Mr. Uh, Mahaffey was, was the president, league president. Uh, Mr. Anderson was the coach of the Yankees, yep. and they had the meetings at what was called back in the day that you'll Bill, you remember the 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 the, the, the Civic Center this, oh, right yeah. next to the Methodist Church. Right, right. It's been something for you know, fifty years different now, but but that was called the Civic, Civic Center, Center back in the day, and that was like our own only meeting place back in those days. So anyway, they're having this meeting, and as legend has it, um, you know things got heated, got into an argument. Mr. Mahaffey and Mr. Anderson took it outside and got into a fist fight. <laughs> really? Doesn't surprise me. I'm assuming that was a Friday night. <laughs> so anyway, that 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 that's a a, 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 a firsthand account of, of the intensity of a popular little league. But um, so Justin and, and Bo, when well here, let me put it this way, and, and we can kind of Bill and I and Don and um. Joe, I don't know if you, did you follow those guys, and you weren't living here then. No, but, no, I wasn't here. But they were kind of a they were a national phenomenon, actually. Now I did watch the game on television, and it was very exciting seeing the USA finally in the World Series. And then you you, you probably saw them beat New York. I want to talk about beating they yeah. beat oh, New York City, my gosh, New, yeah. and New York City was cheating. But we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, who were the baby baby bombers, <laughs> sure. Some of yeah, the Bronx, but, yeah. but um, it. it, it the country embraced you guys. That's what I'm trying to say. First yes. of all, you were kind of a big deal in Apopka. Then, as you begin to advance, the state of Florida embraced you. Then the Southeast embraced you. And then, by the time it was, by the time you guys were playing New York City, it was literally it was it was like professional wrestling. It, it was it was the villains and the good guys, yes. Yes, and, and, and you and and the you were the good guys. The country just really 
really embraced you guys. Were you aware of that? Anything like that at all? No clue. No idea. <laughs> no. Yeah. No idea. I uh, had I had aunt, aunts and uncles that lived in Ohio at the time, and they showed up at the field. I mean, I knew I was in a different state. I was, you know. I wasn't that young, but they showed up at the field in Williamsport, and I was like, what are you guys doing here? And I was like, oh, we came to watch you play. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, tell us we were just playing baseball. Yeah. We were just trying to win. And, I mean, was, and that was one of the things for us as a Popka residents and citizens that was such a, a great part of the story was just how – you, we, we had a pop. We're not used to being popular, if you will, <laughs> or celebrated. That's true. But I, it was great. Our Apopka kids were, were just literally embraced by the whole by the whole yeah, country. Absolutely. And, and I think part of it, as I said, my theory is, you know, back pretty much it's probably the, one of the stories of Little League. It's usually the teams that advance and go higher and keep going and make it to where they're on television, mm-hmm. playing games on television. It's usually the kids are like six feet tall. Right, <laughs> They've got <yeah>. mustaches. <laughs> you know, the kids can throw 95. <laughs> you know, you know it, it's almost like they're not, not little kids. It's like they're, they're genetic mutations or something. And, um, it's the Russians. <laughs> <laughs> or they have funny birth certificates. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, but you guys were real little kids. You right. guys all yeah. looked like real 10 and 11 and 12-year-old kids. And I think that really was part of part of the story out here playing this excellent brand of ball and coming from behind winning games winning games in dramatic fashion and uh, and, and and it was i think that added to added to the mystique and a lot of times you guys were playing and beating those kids the six foot kids right. and, and the kids that could, could throw 90 miles I, an hour i think when we were there when we were in williamsport that besides playing ball the only other thing we really focused on was Pin trading. You remember that? Yeah. Trading yes. pins. We. I have. I have this huge. <laughs> I have to bring it and show you to you sometime. Yeah. It's this huge red book, and it's just a pin book that I have pages and pages of pins, like just trading with different teams and different countries. It was nice. A and, great. And, and, that's cool. And the big pin to get. So like they did every year in, in their series of pins. So every time you go to the next level, like like a pop, we got. I think we were what district fourteen. Is that? I, I don't know if it still is. But we got Mickey Mouse ears. And if you had the red oh, Mickey Mouse, wanted that. If you had the red Mickey Mouse ear pen, that would, I mean, I wish it was money you now. Something. You were something. <laughs> wish they were oh, trade, yeah. but I mean, I, mean, I just recently moved. Pens. I just recently moved and found that red book, and I mean, there was. I try not to find that stuff, man. It makes me sad. I'm. <laughs> hey, I have a question. I have a question for you guys because I'm kind of a. I, I, I proudly call myself a homer uh, as far as. A popka and, lo- and loving Absolutely. everything about it, and and I wouldn't trade anything about my childhood here or any any of that. And so you you, you guys probably have have videos of the of the games, everything. On VHS. Okay, now on VHS, <laughs> great. When was the last time you watched watched yourself play that game? Come on! Oh my gosh! It's been it's been like I said. I try not. It's been a while since I've watched it. But I will say, just the other day, I was in the spare bedroom of my house going through the closet, and I found I had the memorabilia, just newspaper after newspaper after newspaper, photos, pins, all kinds of stuff. And like I said, it makes me sad because I think, man, where's the time gone? You know, yeah. it's, but it's obviously a great memory. You look back and you go, man, that was a good time. I had a, I had a blast. You know what would be a great idea? Getting that digitized and then showing it at like a theater or a place where everybody could come and watch it. We'll have a show. We'll do it up at Porky's or something like that. That would be excellent. You'd need a bigger place than Porky's. (laughs) I love the barbecue, but you'd need a bigger venue. I was thinking more like the, and I don't even know how big it is, the the auditorium at Apopka High. I mean, I don't yeah. know how large it is. Wouldn't that be awesome? That, that would, would be very cool. Yeah, we can get yeah. network sound and video to digitize I w- I it. Want, I would want to see that. Oh, oh man. I know where those VHSs are. Oh, man. I, I was going through the safe the other day. I was looking for some documents, and I found the... You remember the rings we got from uh-huh. Jim's gold mine? Yep, yep, And yep, I yep. found the ring, big, beautiful gold ring, and I, it looks like it's still brand new. Uh-huh. And the box is, you know, getting older. It's just sitting in the safe. And I opened it up, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. And I was, you know, it's <laughs> like one of those things where you look back, and you're like, man, that was a good time. That was, you know. The, the one thing, crazy thing, like looking back now, you realize... I don't know if it's true, but then, you know, we just played. Now you look back, like, we went to the White House afterwards. You don't realize the magnitude until, you know, we're older now. We kind of understand, like, oh, I was kind of met the president. That was kind of a big deal. 
you know, then, <laughs> then it was 20, like, 20 years later, you, yeah. it dawns yeah. on you. Yeah. That was a big deal. Then, then it was kind of like I, like I have a picture of me and President Bush, and now I'm like, oh, wow. You know, that's kind the of Secret Service is there the like, Secret hey, service. don't make any don't make any sudden movements when the president comes Who's coming? Exactly. That's great. That's classic. Oh, yeah. French. So, a special edition of Lidardo Sports Central. We're highlighting 50 years of a popular Little League. We're pleased to be joined by members of the 2001 United States Champions, Bo French and Justin LeFavors. We're also joined by Bill Ferguson of Papa John's Pizza, who also was a Little Leaguer in 1970, and by Don Heller, whose father, Don Heller Sr., was a coach of the original Braves, one of the original four coaches in Apopka Little League. And Don, you, I know you're going to have to take off here in a minute, but I'd like to skip forward now and talk a little bit about, about your career. And you know, I was fortunate to be your teammate during the day at Apopka High School. And, um, you know, I, I, I got to tell everybody, tell the world, this guy, he, he has the all time innings pitch record for Apopka High School baseball. This wow. guy, really? you talk about yes. a rubber arm. He little, this, <laughs> I, and this is back I, I, I had a nickname of Sling Arm. <laughs> During the, the days before pitch counts, oh, he yeah. pitched every, my junior year, he pitched every game except for one. <laughs> and and every, everything was a complete game. He finished every game. Except wow. for the one game that I did and I went in in the second inning. They pulled him out. I went in. <laughs> he, fin- he finished the game. He didn't start. And, um, and then and you made probably most of the games you know, my my sophomore year, which I guess was your junior yep. year, and I guess did you how many game you pitched for three years on varsity? Or? Yes, well, I I actually made the varsity team in the ninth grade as did, a freshman. And did you pitch some yes, that year? I pitched that year. That's with Lehman Hall and Buddy Morton. Um, yeah, I, I was the number two pitcher. And then you were the number one pitcher in you know tenth grade, yeah, tenth and eleventh grade. grade, and um, you just racked up massive amounts of innings. Now, the sad the downside of it is we did we had a poor Co- poorly coached team. <laughs> There's another way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> and we, we we didn't win you know, as many games as we should have. We we yeah we lost games. We threw games away. You didn't get get support uh, defensively, and so you, you run you you didn't win as many games as you should have in ones and losses. But I mean, I just want to you know tell you what a phenomenal great thing it was to play behind you. What a great pitcher you were, and share, share that with, with our listeners. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, and I mean, it, it was fun, whether we win or lost. It was fun. I mean, that's what the game is all about. And then the one thing I want to make a point too is that you, um, in our junior high, in ninth, at, at junior high, we we Coach were Mancuso. Uh, we played in the county championship game. We won our division. And yes. Once again, you pitched every game except for one. Except for one. And uh, and you know, led us to our divisional championship. But I just had a question or two, Don. Now, where did you? And you had a very distinctive, unique style because you did not throw hard, uh, to say the least. A lot of jump, but but, but you, this guy a never never threw the same pitch twice. I'm telling you, I I saw I had so three, many variety of balls go up to the plate there, and, and, I had and nobody could, nobody curve, could hit him. I threw curveball from three different angles. I threw. Uh, the screwball, I threw the sinker. Um, and you I had just, different speeds. You had different yeah, speeds just, for every pitch, speed too. for every pitch, yeah. Well, that was the way, I mean, like when we played, I think it was Jones High School. I think I ended up with 16 or 18 strikeouts in that game because they were diving out of the box. <laughs> they didn't know what to do with the curveball. And you had a little knuckleball, too? Didn't yeah, you? I had a little knuckleball. It wasn't much, but it... it you know, served its purpose. And, and where did you develop that style? I mean, how did how did you learn? Just my dad. You know, just took me out. I mean, he would take me when I'd come home from school. We'd go to a field, just him and I, and he just taught me how to hold the ball, how to you know where to throw from. He taught you all those pitches. Taught me everything. And you just seem to have like an uncanny sense of just what the, what pitch to throw when. Yeah, to me, it was. I always started a left-hander with a sinker. Always threw the sinker to a left-hander because he wasn't expecting it. And normally, a right-handed batter, I started him with the, cur- the curveball to see what he was going to do. And if, if he bailed out, I knew I had him. <laughs> Just an instinctive I pitcher. A distinctive pitcher right here. And then, fortunately for for the guys that were seniors, Kirkland, it was great to see Donnie yeah, Kirkland Donnie, here tonight. Yes. And, uh, some of the guys I played with, uh, we were able to have a great team my, my senior year. We got Coach Pete Dunn. Oh, yeah. Better known for being the, the, long, the legendary Stetson coach. It was his first coaching job. And 
he, he came our senior year and rescued us and oh, yes, we, we got we got to enjoy that some success yes um, you did actually made it to the lead eight and won the district championship but thanks, you know what like I said, done, but, but I'm, I'm sorry that you missed out on I that I don't care how many games we lost I had a ball <laughs> I mean it's a memory that nobody can ever take away I mean that's what baseball's about it's about having fun and what kind of memories you have after the game I mean this right here being amongst all these little kids it just brings back everything I mean, seeing most of the guys tonight, like Dan Hicks and Donnie Kirkland and Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Valletta, Bobby Bobby I guess, catcher, I guess you know he was my catcher, right? You know, so, I mean, it's great. It's been a great night here at the at the Popular League Complex, and it's great to always great to connect with you, yes, and sir. especially you too, over this occasion of 50 years of Popular yes, League. Wonderful. Now, uh, it, it, uh, I'd like to go back to to Bo and, and Justin and. You know, Justin. Uh, I remember your dad pitching. You know, Maurice Lefevers. Um And and how how much were you? Are you were you aware? Are you aware of, of his his career? I'm uh, I'm pretty. I'm aware of it. I mean, I know, I know a little bit. I don't know the the whole thing, but I mean, I know, I know a little bit. Yeah, cause he was he was a heck of a pitcher. Oh, I mean, he he let me know he was way better than me. <laughs> okay, so I guess we don't need to, like I guess we don't need to emphasize that too much. Yeah. He still <laughs> does that to this day. My shoes. Yeah, exactly. Still to this day. Okay, exactly. we'll we'll, re- that's, we'll, we'll that's, re- that's when you go and you go to the closet and you pull out your ring. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and do you have one of these? Okay, okay, yeah. I, I get it. We'll re- we'll re- redirect the, the line of questioning there. <laughs> But now, let's talk about that New York victory because that was that was a major United States news story. In that, again, once again, kind of like professional wrestling, you had these two tree teams on different tracks. You guys were literally the the lovable little kids. You know, looked like about a bunch of ten year olds out there. You know, just mowing people down, playing excellent ball. The other kids, they were they were the old looking kids. They were the well, they were street toughs from from uh, inner city New York. Yeah, they drove over in their own car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, big, you know, strong, and they Told had the pitcher sit on the bench and wait for him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was Danny Almonte, if I remember Dan- Danny correctly, yeah. was throw about literally could throw about ninety miles an hour. Yeah, and, pretty um, quick. Yeah, and you know he was a bigger kid and kind of an older looking kid. And, and I think all, it was fourteen or fifteen. It, 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 yeah, something. It, it eventually yeah. came out right. that he had actually cheated, and and he, he was old. He went, he was too old to even be playing right. the league. Right. But, but before that came out, you guys actually had had to play him, uh-huh. and 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 you beat him. So can you just talk talk about about that that whole uh, because it, it, it was one of those things that people could kind of see it coming. I mean, because you you were going through your bracket, you're slaying teams kind of as an underdog type of thing. Uh-huh. They're going through te- through uh, through their bracket. Destroying teams as the villainous, you know, super superhero, I mean, super, Superman type of strongman type of team, and then then then, then you met, and then, then they they beat you one time, and then you played them again. They if beat I us, remember correctly, they beat us mm-hmm. the first. That was our first game at the World Series. We played them, and they beat us, and that just kind of heartbreaking. We didn't uh. we didn't like we hated losing more. We like winning, you know, and it. He, I think he threw a, threw a no hitter. If he I did. Remember correctly, he did. Um, which still a little bitter about that now. Still bothers, but I mean, we just kind of rallied together, and so at this point it's double elimination. Double elimination, and we weren't going to let we weren't going to let them beat us again. You know, so we were just kinda, gonna, we were going to go play with our hearts, and no matter what happened, it happened. But playing ball is playing ball. Yeah, I think that's what made us so put successful. Put our pants on the same yeah. way. We're just, you know, so, we're just throw it, hit it, catch it. And can you talk about about your coaching? Yeah, you know, about the coach, you know, um, Mr. Tapley. They were. What was your head coach, and then Bobby Brewer what was the assistant? And uh, talk about the, Bobby was the head coach, but uh, I mean, we probably can't talk what things were said. Oh man, on I, here. <laughs> they were they were hard. They were hard on us. Yes, but it was well worth it. Praise like, when you did good, and you know, if like, you did wrong or messed up you know like we were talking earlier about the community and you know playing with your neighbors and your neighbor's parents were coaching and we talked earlier about you know it was no no big deal for your friend's father to jump your case about missing a ground ball or striking out i mean that's you just had support all over the place it was it was constructive it wasn't always yeah at the time we were kids and we thought man 
I'm really stinking the field up right now, but it was worth it. It made, it made us and, push harder and play better. And, and not only that, I mean, between, uh, you know, my dad, Bob Brewer, Ken Tapley, his dad, Frank French, I mean, just made us who we are today as well. You know, we respectful and, you know, it just, I don't know. It helped us who we are today, too. You know, not it's life lessons, I guess you could and, say. And that's one of the great parts of Little League. Now, you guys are, are super special because you, you were the United States champions and made it to the Little League World Series. But um, that's part of the story of the Little League for the average kid, the average kid out here, the average kid on, on some Little League field in Des Moines, Iowa or something. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, the, it's the fathers, the, the, the guys from the neighborhood teaching their kid right going above and beyond i was i was the kid in right field eating dirt <laughs> See, we, we we talked last night about and and, and i and i did okay we we talked last night about it uh scott right that's who i met who's the vp of the league he he had a great point is that little league can be and should be for the average kid and and it, it's amazing what you guys accomplished but that came from this Right. That came from this, and you guys rose up out of out of this type of an environment where the average kids are getting to interact with you guys as well. Right. And so think about whoever the key players are out on this field right now. They're able to make an impact on an average kid. Maybe a kid who's never even held a ball, comes out for the first time, gets a chance to, to go play catch with a second-year or third-year player. And, you know, things are competitive and people get on each other's cases. But there's still something there about that's where mentoring begins. Well, right. just like the guy uh, doing the announcements. I didn't catch his name. But saying his son and he came out here, he said he never played. He never and his, played. And his, his son couldn't throw, and now now he's a, got his play baseball team. Exactly. And now exactly. he's playing college. I mean, that's nice. what you know. That's 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 what it's about. No, I mean, no you know? question, no question. And, and that's the beautiful thing about Little League as an institution is it it, it can it, it, it has room for, for both of those 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 uh, phenomena, if you will. Yeah. It's a place where the, the average kid can have a wonderful experience. Um, you don't have to be a good player. A kid who's not very good can have a wonderful. experience experience but kids that that have talent and teams that have talent um, can aspire and and rise and and achieve great things and it can all happen in in, in the same the same organization which is phenomenal with with a lot of once again i get back to hands-on support from from the parents and 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 just just the men and women uh, who want to want to have a better community And, and, and i think don said it best he said what i would say is when i think about uh my coach, Mr. Usler, Jimmy Usler, Jug Anderson, the Pitt, Robert Pittman, Ben Pittman, um, you know these, Mr. Antley, your dad, these highly competitive, highly charged uh, environments. Mr. Uh, Bill Henry co- was the original coach of the Twins, um, but it was it was it, it was two things. The, these these guys they they love baseball. They they lo- right. they had a passion mm-hmm. for the game of baseball, and they had a passion for helping kids, yeah. for, for for mentoring, for coaching kids, and providing an, an opportunity and a place for them to play. And that's just that's just a wonder, wonderful thing. It's something that, that should be celebrated. That's, yeah. That was a foul ball. <laughs> Everyone looks. <laughs> now now guys, can you talk about? Um, just talk about some of the other guys on the team. And we're joined by Justin LaFavors, who was a catcher and also a pitcher on the 2001 Apopka United States champion Little League team, and Bo French, who was a pitcher and first baseman and third baseman. Some of the other guys that, that couldn't be here, I'll just throw out some names to you. Like Brandon Brewer was a guy I remember who you know, was just uh, really enjoyed watching him play. Man, that Bobby guy Brewer's was, son. That guy was like a little stick of dynamite. He was a little guy. He still is. He still he was is. Still he was one of those kids who's the opposite of like the six-foot kid who right. could throw 90 miles an hour. He, I guess he was 12 years old. He looked like he was about nine. That yeah. guy has uh, – his heart was bigger than he is. Yeah. It's his, he had put so much heart into the game. I mean – and he, and he had he, 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 he could hit home runs he, he absolutely had, and it's he kind of had to because he was you know he was a smaller kid but man you, sometimes he'd get on the field and you're like oh where'd this guy come from you know <laughs> yeah so yeah, he he, uh, he could do everything he could do I mean being obviously we were bigger than him I mean he could do what we could do mm-hmm. I mean it's, you know and he was one that, that stood out and he, he you know once again. That, that kind of lovable characteristic that, that you guys had that I think really led right. to the country, we're, we're really embracing you. 
now Tapley, I know. Now he he was he wasn't really a tall kid, but he was a, st- a stock stocky kid. Tapley, he's a bowling bowling ball with grill arms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he yeah he was old stew bone. Yeah. yeah, he was he's something else. And he was like third third baseman, if I remember correctly, right? Or uh, he played shortstop. Short, short, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was. Um, a character. <laughs> he was a lot of fun. I mean, he was. He was for for our ages. He was a pretty athletic, stout, stout yeah. young boy. Well, that, I mean, you know, we, we didn't get in the weights or anything, but at he, that time, you know, it was just natural to him. Just, yeah. That's, he was big. He just he came was, natural. He was a big kid. And of course, his dad was one of the coaches, Kid mm-hmm. Tapley. Then I right. knew I knew his mom, Pam. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh huh. And um, how about some of the other guys that that, that you think about? That um... I mean, I hang out. I mean. Will Blankenship, I see quite a bit. He, uh, he was one of the, another one of the catchers, uh-huh. right? He was. He uh, he coaches at Wakaiba High School now, baseball. So he's still in the air there. He's he was going to come, but they actually have a game tonight, so he uh, he wasn't able to make it. But I still talk with him. And then uh, Zach Zwig, Zwig, yeah. He lives up in Atlanta now. Um, trying who else? Josh Tansky's still around town. I see him from time to time. We play. Uh, our new thing, we play men's league softball now, so <laughs> still trying to live the dream. That's good. Awesome. That's great. That's what awesome. Love of the game. Absolutely. Huh? Throwing stingers. Throwing stingers and hitting dingers. Yeah. Well, Bill Ferguson is going to leave us, have to leave us in a moment, but Bill, anything else you'd like to share while, while you're here? No, I just, I want to say thanks again for the for the phone call, uh, just to, to allow me the opportunity and for uh, our company, Papa John's, to be a part of this. Uh, it's It's been really special this past couple of days, and, and all the, like the information on Facebook, people, all of a sudden, people jumping in and reconnecting, and you know, people I haven't seen in, in 40 years, and it, it's been really fun, so thanks for that opportunity opportunity and uh look forward to uh, we're going to do something on the show here in a week or so so i look forward to being back with you then exactly in addition to you're representing a popular little league tonight yeah. the 1970 tigers but bill's got a phenomenal story of, of just career story a success story in his career and i, I want to share we're going to share that on the roger franklin williams show looking forward soon. to it i look forward to and doing it's that good to see both of you guys and, you, you know well. like i said uh you know growing up with your folks and uh getting a chance to meet you it was it was wonderful Thanks again for yes, letting us take that ride with you 16 years ago. Thanks for being there for, yeah. for right. us. And, and for one more support. thing before you go, Bill, um, is I don't know, you don't know if you even know this. I mean, you know that your sister Lisa and I are, are, are friends, of course. Yeah. We, we were classmates in the classes of '75. But I actually uh, sat next to your sister Lisa in second grade, uh, and you probably know that you know she skipped first grade. Oh yeah. So I was oh, in yeah. Mrs. Walker's second grade class, and one day I look up and there's there's a this you know, girl from this, first grade. This little bitty class. first grader. I, I I got to go up and read and with the second graders, but I, I didn't. I wasn't quite enough to actually skip the whole. You, grade. you had to go through all, you you know, to go through all twelve you know, grades. I, yeah, I don't know. It's like okay, I'm reading with the second graders. Does that mean I get third right. grade next year? Right. No. Yeah, she no. set a pretty high bar. But. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But thank you again. It's been a pleasure tonight. Yes, you guys enjoy the rest of the show. Thanks for being thank a part of our, our, our show, thank definitely. Thank you. Bill Ferguson. Now, we're still joined by our members of the 2001 United States Champions, Justin Lefebvre's and Bo French. Of course, Joe Ferraro's here. And Joe, what, what do you think about all this? About what? No. <laughs> what are we even talking about? <laughs> Where are we? I mean, you're you're a, an adoptive. You've adopted a, a pop as your home. Yes, yes, and I you're have. A pop, you know, bleed blue and white, and you're a true blue apopka. It's it's blue garter, but 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 you didn't grow up here. No, it's no. A, what, you know. But but seeing how the community is, it's very, and and I mean this in the most sincere, kindest way, Mayberry esque. I mean, everybody knows one another. And like you guys, I'm, I'm originally from Philadelphia. My neighborhood, we all grew up together. We all went to the same school, same elementary school, same junior high, same high school, and we all graduated together. And it was close, just like this, only was in the city. Right. But this, the whole small townness of, of Apopka, it's, it's a lost art. 
It really is. I mean, it's a I blessing mean, it that, that we still have. I was just thinking that when, yeah. we, when we were out on the field, uh, you know, when, uh, in the opening ceremonies, and what a beautiful talking about God's blessing. What a beautiful day this was. Sunshine, yeah, oh, yeah. setting. Um, it's about seventy degrees, and you couldn't have a more perfect setting. Right. Yeah. I mean, and the thing we were talking about earlier too. I mean, Apopka is. I mean, it's blown up even from when. I went to school when here. When we when we first and were walking up this afternoon, we were. I was like, man. But you still have the hometown, small town. Yes. Feel, even though there's probably. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't even want to guess how many people live in Apopka now. I mean, it's. Forty-five thousand. You know, we were we were talking with. And the that's pol- just in the city limits. That's yeah, we we're telling poli- all the people in the county. We we're talking with police chief. He said they go to Lake County and up to Seminole County. I mean, it's. It's, it's amazing grown. how big it is. Now. You're listening to a special edition of Blue Daughter Sports Central. I want to thank especially Pete Paquette, who's working in the studio, making this broadcast possible. And, of course, Joe yes, Ferraro is here with us. It's cold out tonight, by the way. <laughs> For those that don't know it, because you're inside around the warm fire. Yeah, right. We're coming to you live from the Northwest Recreation Complex. It's the opening night, opening night ceremonies of Apopka Little League, the 50th year of Apopka Little League. 50th anniversary is being celebrated the 2001 United States champions are being celebrated and that's what we're devoting our program to tonight half a century our friends at and and I was there it's a long time and and, and, uh, at Florida Door Solutions for of course their support of our program and all the programs on 1520 WBCW and of course their support for Apopka Little League as well and you guys can you um Talk about uh, you know, let's go back to like just the the fundamentals and and the you know, the practice and, and and things like that. What what were some of the things? I'm just kind of curious because I was thinking this at the time because you know once again as, as Bill and I were, were talking, it was amazing to watch you guys. And I know it's different. You you, know, you were out there playing, so you're not thinking this way. But it, it was amazing to watch you guys the the, the, the proficiency, the level of of skill that. That you guys, as little kids, right. were were just playing on the baseball field. Where, where did that that come from? And you talked about how the practice was a big part of it. But can you just you know, go back and talk to it a little bit more? I mean, even even the point of, you know, baseball is a, 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 a hard game, uh-huh. and it can be a complex game. Right. You know, it you know it's. Uh, but you guys always threw the right base. You, know, you, you, you always you know, made, made good throws. You always ran the bases well. We, I mean, you, you, you had the finer points of the game down. There was a lot. We practiced I, in the rain. To call, we I mean, pre- Florida don't get cold. But I, I, I vividly remember on the old Apopka Little League fields, um, we were practicing, and it was I – mean, I couldn't move. I was so cold. Practi- we practiced I, for hours and hours and hours on end, but not even – not only that, I mean, we weren't. It's not that we were just at the fields practicing. We were at home doing stuff as well. Um, I remember being a pitcher, walking around the house, always with a baseball, flicking a baseball in my fingers, getting the feel for the threads, for the laces on it. Um, we always used to walk around with the the hand grippers to strengthen your fingers and your hands, and um, we were just always trying to wearing ankle weights always wearing ankle weights running with elementary them. school high, middle school <laughs> trying just I mean, trying to improve trying to improve that's no i got to ask you this cuz cuz some of those games you guys were playing my my heart was in my throat <laughs> i mean i was on the edge of my seat and i'm thinking these these are little kids out here this is this is high pressure stuff this is on not just national television, worldwide television. You're playing a, a one run or a tie game into extra innings. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, did, were you did, were you nervous at all? I mean, how, how did you uh, you know that aspect of it? You know, it's kind of. I mean, I remember pitching in the games, and it's kind of like you see in the movies where it gets quiet, like you know the last pitch or the big pitch. <laughs> the movies gets quiet. It's almost like that. You almost. I don't want to call it tunnel vision, but you kind of get. Everything gets blocked out, and you can hear yourself breathe. And I don't know, you just kind of get to a, a point where you don't notice anything else. I guess there's a how lot I felt. of there's a lot of people watching at one time. Not when you're there face value, and you see all the people at the stadium. It gets a little um, looking it, around. You get a intimidating. Little like, <laughs> yeah. And then I couldn't even at the time. I didn't see all these guys with the cameras, and I'm like, oh, hey, nice camera. I didn't know that it was. I mean, I I had an idea, but there was no. Now I look at the television. I watch the Little World Series now. And I'm like. There's people watching everywhere. If I would have known that then, oh my. <laughs> so, yeah, we didn't know the magnitude either. Right. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. But that's probably a big part of the, the 
made it probably a lot easier. Yeah, this, this, all right. this stuff is going on, and, and you guys you know, really are, it, aren't that aware of it. It was a phenomenal experience. There was things that we got to do and see as, as kids, and that, and it was all because of the community. Like, we, we keep going back. It's, it was all because of the community. We all, everyone stuck together. The support that we had was phenomenal. Everyone just, it, there was never a time when if their parents couldn't make it, someone else's parents were coming to pick you up. You nice. were going to yeah. practice. There was no, like, oh, hey, we can't make it. Sorry. And no, the no. grandparents went, too. It wasn't just the parents. Every, it was grandparents, sometimes aunts and uncles. Everyone I mean, was, was just... involved. My mother the other day brought over a ba- two baseballs and a plaque from my grandparents that <laughs> we had gotten from my grandparents for their supporting us. And I, like, I was like, wow, I can't. That was years and years and years ago. Where'd you find that? It was... No, it's great. It's all part of 50 years of Apopka Little League. And it, it, once again, I keep getting back to you guys have your unique story every kind of, every year, literally. But, but generation after generation of Apopka Little League, they're all, they're all wonderful stories. And it's all about, one, the passion of playing baseball, mm-hmm. but also the, the passion that, that adults uh, have it care, care enough to provide this opportunity, this yeah. whole structure, this whole little league structure that provided these great memories that I had and my, my friends had as had kids back in 1968 that you guys had when you came along. And now we look out there, games being played right now, kids having a wonderful time Making on the memories. ball fields right now. Yeah. And you, and you, I mean, I can't tell you how many doubleheaders we played on Saturdays, doubleheaders we played on Sundays. And, oh you, and like now I realize that then. You know, my parents came. Okay. Well, now I'm like, Jesus. I mean, I couldn't that's imagine. A big commitment. That's a big I commitment. Could, I couldn't know. imagine. Yeah. Every, every oh, yeah. weekend, yeah. every summer, you know, we, everything was just revolved around baseball. We were so involved. Man. It was. We worked on the fields. We yeah. picked weeds. Everything. <laughs> we. I mean, it was. You were invested. We absolutely. We bled baseball. I mean, that's yeah. just what and, it was. And look where it paid off. It paid yeah. off in phenomenal success. And something that you guys will have for the rest of your lives and something we even have as a community uh-huh. that are, are very, very proud of. Well, I have a question. Out of all the guys who were on that team, did any of them make it to the bigs? No. I think Brandon played in the minors for a year Br- or two. Brandon Brewer played in the minors for a year or two. and I think that was – I mean, I think there was probably – I mean, because there was what twelve players, eleven players, and I'd probably say six or seven played in college, and then Brandon made, played in the minors for a year or two. Because I know a lot of a lot of scouts had to been eyeballing like future mm-hmm. future star right there. Sure, sure, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we heard from them, you know, but injuries happen and people lose interest, and, right? You know, they, right. you know, life happens. So, um, but I mean, I wouldn't trade it for anything. No, I mean, it was great. It was a good They're time. Fun, you know, lifelong friends. So it, it, I'm it, stuck it, with this guy forever. Whether you want him or not, yeah, right? Right. <laughs> I'm and, uh, sure it could. There could be worse. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. But definitely. One, th- one thing I was thinking, and we're we're speaking with Justin Lefavors and both French members of the 2001 Apopka Little League United States Championship team. At part of the fifth, as part of the 50th celebration here at the Northwest Recreation Complex, as part of a, our 50, our celebration on Blue Daughter Sports Central on 1520 WBCW. But you know the Brewers are a phenomenal story as well. You know Rodney Brewer, I mean Rod, Rodney Brewer and, and um, Bobby Brewer, mm-hmm. your coach, and because both of those guys played in a popular little league, yep. and both of them made huge impacts. Um, in baseball, had huge accomplishments that that you know a popular little league can be proud of in, in different areas. Mm-hmm. You know, Rodney, the younger brother, went on and made it to the major leagues. He's the only player from a popular little league to make the ad, make big leagues. Now, a lot of guys have played professional football, baseball, but Rodney Brewer made it to the big leagues, the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, Bobby Brewer, on the other hand, made his impact as a as a coach, right. coach of, of the, uh, the, the the 2001 uh, championship team, and I, I think that's that's a wonderful story within itself. That sure uh, is, absolutely, yeah. He's a very methodical human being. I remember watching him sometimes practicing, and you would see him pondering about something when we were practicing. Like, oh man, what are we doing next? What are we doing next? But, yeah, no, and it, it was yeah. He's a great coach. I can say that. Now, once you, well, in our, our way, a few minutes here we have left, 
first of all, I'd love to have you share anything you'd like to share. But um, I'd like to have you tell us a little bit more about your lives now. You're both in law enforcement. And then I want to mention before we go there, once again, I want to just say a, a, a word about my coach, Coach Usler. It was great to see his wife here tonight. But uh, anyway, I, I want to talk about I, I just, once again, want to, want, before we close out the show, talk about um, the impact that Mr. Usler, my, my own personal coach, had. Coach Jug Anderson, who coached the Yankees. Uh, the other, the other Don Heller, who Don Heller's dad, Mr. Heller. Um, the guys that the Pittman brothers, uh, you know, um, Bill Henry. The, you know, I'm missing some guys, of course, but Mr. Trapp, Mr. Antley, uh, Bill Ferguson's dad. Just the. Uh, the impact that those guys made by, by just you know, going to coach some kids just made, made a phenomenal lifelong impact. So I want to mention that before we, we conclude the show. And, and it's the same with us, I think. I mean, without them and our parents, you know, which which Bobby Brewer and my dad grew up together as well and played at Apopka High School. And Right, they play on the same team. Uh-huh. You know, they're like a second. We're not going to go back to, to your dad's career, though. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's phenomenal. We, I mean, we've had enough about that. Yeah. He, he threw 95, had a hook out of nowhere. You know? yeah. no, he didn't throw 95. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's his claim to fame, though. Yeah. Hit a home run every time. Yeah, Mo. Uh, uh, you know, but baseball smart and life smart, you know. Um, and also the moms. I mean, I, I know they, um, they, they talked about almost naming our team the Mama's Boys. We were, <laughs> they did, they we were did, all did, about yeah. our, you know. They were I, the, our, I think it's because the dads were so hard on us that, I mean, our only, you know, you just want to hear something nice. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So we, we, we all clung to our mamas, you know. And we, we still do. I mean, I talk to my mom every day. So I'm sure you do too. I'm a mama's boy. I will I mean, not deny that. Yes, I am. I, I, I talk to I talk to three people for sure every day. I talk to him every day. I talk to my mom every day. And I talk to Stuart Tapley every day. Guaranteed. We talk every morning. Every morning on the way to work. Well, that's awesome. Not not that I want to talk to him every morning. But, you know, <laughs> hey, it's, yeah, it's just more habit now. You know, yeah. just going to okay. Yeah. And what's what's Tapley doing now? He uh, he works for a roof. He uh, sells shingles for GAF. So he, he sadly uh, his dad passed away some years his ago. His dad passed away. Jeez, um, that's probably been five or six years now. Actually, he's he told me he's coming up here tomorrow. His nephew uh, is playing in the game up here tomorrow, so he's going to be up here tomorrow. But he couldn't make it tonight, so um, he'll be up here tomorrow somewhere. Back in the ball around. fields. Back in the ball Back fields. Back in the ball fields. Yep. yep. Before we go, we got just a couple minutes left. Uh, what advice would you give to, to parents? You know, who kids coming along, you know, five, six, seven years old, and, you know, would love to see them play some ball. Oh, you go ahead. You're, you're, you're a parent. Oh, you're a parent. I'm a parent. <laughs> I have a six-year-old little girl, and, I, you know, I don't – she plays soccer here and there. And, you know, it's hard to say. I'm, so, I'm still so young, and I'm learning as I go being a parent, but – Give your give give your children a chance. At least you know if if they're not superstars right off the bat, let them grow. Show them, teach them. Don't like I, you know I, I was always taught when I was a kid. If you know you're upset with your children, don't don't just jump down their throat and scream at them. You know, walk away for a couple minutes and then come back and have a conversation with them. But teach them, mentor them. Show they can be kid. They'll be great. Kids are mold. They're you can mold them. They'll be wonderful. They'll be great. They. There's more talent in children than people actually see. You have to bring it out in them. A lot of times they want to give up. Children don't want to do it because they think that the spotlight's on them or they think that they're not doing well enough or they, they don't think that they're pleasing you properly, you know, with their performance on the field. Give them an attaboy. Let them know, hey, you'll get it. Hang in there. Does that, does that make sense? Great advice. See the potential. Recognize the Absolutely. potential. It's not, you know, just because they miss a ground ball or they struck out, you know, that doesn't mean that they're awful players. Rodney Brewer told the story today. I had him on the, the the show today. He said he got cut his first year of Popka Little League. Yeah, he got right. cut from majors. Had to go play minors. That right. was that was his introduction right. to a Popka Little League. Yeah. Wound up in the major leagues. Yep, yep, that's it. Well, guys, I think that's going to do it for our show. It's been a pleasure, Bo. Yes, sir. Thank Bo you French, very much. Great to- 
connect with you, and thanks yes. for joining us on the show. Thank you for having me. Justin, thank you. Yes, sir. I appreciate you having Thank you, you for the wonderful memories that, that we were able to live vicariously through. You made Apopka proud, and you always will. Awesome. Thank you very thank much. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. You're welcome, sir. Thanks to Pete. Thanks you so much, Pete, and happy birthday to Pete Pecat. Friends, thank you for joining us. Thanks to our friends at Reported Or Solutions. Have a great night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.